Hello, and welcome to the second to last episode of Dot of this season. Not forever, only this season. And today we're going to be talking about Mars, where your host, Denise and Umber. Hello. Um, today is kind of a cool day because it's a special day because we're um, recording at my place, which is a first for us. And we also have a couple of props here that might make things a little interesting sometimes. Uh, yeah, we have my dog Luna and my dog Saber. And Luna's a puppy, and she's full of energy. Uh, if you're interested in looking up what she looks like, she's a key sound puppy of nine weeks old. So, having said that, let's get into the podcast. <laughs> so, on this week's episode, we're talking about something that, aside from the U.S. presidential election results, um, another thing that has been around the media recently has been Elon Musk this announcing his plan to take humans into Mars as well as Obama's plan to have humans go to Mars so there's a hot hot couple topics going around US presidential elections and flights to Mars yes and and I wish that the US presidential election was we're not overshadowing or just casting a shadow on all the other topics because Mars is such a cool topic, you know? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people are recognizing the fact that, that it's doable and Elon Musk's plan and Elon Musk's ideas about going there are pretty, pretty good and they start to really sound possible. And the success that his company has had with the public-private partnership of going into uh, space with, with his company, delivering very important payloads, it just kind of makes it all that much more real, that it could happen if we tried. So. Yep. Um, so I, I think that... Um, I think the most interesting thing about Mars is how close it is and how it's kind of our only chance at this stage in our technological development to be in two planets at the same time. So what do you think about going to Mars? Um, I, think it, I think it's a really cool idea. I don't necessarily think that we should look to Mars as a, as a form of excuse to say that we don't have any responsibility for the Earth. I know a lot of of people are like, yeah, let's, you know, this planet is doomed. Let's get out of here. I I don't think that kind of mentality is good for the long term because ultimately, regardless of whether we are able to terraform Mars or not, if we do and we move there, we'll just do the exact same thing we did on Earth and then nothing will, will change. We'll just be chasing our own tails, escaping our fates. Um, but I do like, I think that it's a really cool idea. I think it opens up this whole concept of space exploration as a, as a larger possibility. Something that's no longer just science fiction. It's more, it may become, in our lifetime, may become science fact. Who knows? Yeah, that, that is really, really awesome and kind of inspiring 
And I think it's interesting that the concept that Elon Musk uh, has for for Mars is really to to make life uh, human life multiplanetary. That's kind of the buzzword or you know the the point that he's trying to make. So we're kind of invulnerable once we become stable and multiplanetary. We we become a little bit less likely to go extinct. Uh, a lot less likely. Apparently, the probability of going extinct approaches zero if we become a multiplanetary species. Mm. Um, and we all know how obsessed we are with living forever. So that is true. Humans want to never disappear from this planet and the universe. But we are going to have to disappear from this solar system by the time uh, the sun dies. But that's a very long time from now, about 4 billion years. So I think by that time we will have been multiplanetary if we actually care about that kind of thing. And we will have found a way to go to other solar systems. That's my guess. Hopefully, yeah. 2 billion years is a, it's a long time. Yeah, billions of years. It's plenty of time to either destroy ourselves or... Or managed to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I wonder which one we'll do first. <laughs> well, um, I saw this really interesting video, um, and I wish I could remember the scientist's name, but he was talking about how, and this was actually yesterday in National Geographic, so uh, he was talking about how it would only take about 100 years to terraform, terraform Mars using the technology that we're using on Earth that's going to cause... Uh, severe global climate changes here on Earth. (laughs) Um, On Mars, this technology would be a good thing uh, Mm. for us humans because it would turn Mars into a more livable place. Right. Here, of course, it's kind of a... It's kind of a... Yeah. It's detrimental. But uh, he's just making the point that we can use... We already have the technology and it would take about 100 years. And of course... This doesn't mean that we, we want to wait 100 years before we go to Mars. It just means that, that in about 100 years, once we start focusing on terraforming Mars, we could have a habitable planet where you could just walk outside and breathe fresh air and probably jump way higher than you can jump here on Earth. That would be very cool because Mars gravity is so much less. Nice. So with, um, with Elon Musk's plan to take people to Mars... I think within 15 years, he was planning on already taking hundreds of people. He was planning on by 2030 having sent already, having a colony of some sort. Mm -hmm. Would you go? I think think the price to go is like, I think it's $10 million or something like that. Um, Yeah, he wants to drive it down though. Yeah, but still, you know, the average folk won't be able to afford going to Mars. But let's say you won the the Mars lottery. And actually, I do think that that's what they want to do. They want to send people there for free at first, um, (laughs) to some degree. But but not for free as in, like, it's not going to cost anything, period. It's just not going to cost anything to the pioneers. Right, because their lives Uh, are probably in danger. They're they're likely to die. (laughs) Yeah, they're willing to go make a one-way trip, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it is going to cost, he believes, about ten or $100,000 per person. Um, and once we achieve the level of reusability for those vehicles as that we're trying to achieve, uh, which is pretty much 100% reusable. Um, and I think that his first vehicle has a goal of carrying at least 100 people. Mm. So that's the beginning. That's the first group of humans that will land there will be about a hundred and and it's gonna just keep happening every Mm -hmm. 24 months when uh the close when mars becomes close to the earth Mm -hmm. we have a window to launch people to mars for the shortest amount of time possible so so i think he wants to send you know multiple groups of a hundred people so then to start that colony would you go um, well, I am really attached to the earth right now, and I, I am really attached to my life here, but I've always been a very willing to explore, and I think it would be historic and very amazing, and obviously it would be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, <laughs> possibly your last opportunity. opportunity in life, um, if you did take it. So... I'm 50-50. I think that if uh, if my life is going to hell by that time, uh, I would take it. If it's not, then I probably would feel a little bit too bad about leaving the earth behind. But if I could take, you know, a lot of the things I love from here, there, I would feel a lot more compelled to go. Hmm. Just, I'm not really sure yet. Mm-hmm. What about you? Are you I willing? wouldn't. You would not go? I wouldn't go. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I think space exploration is really cool. But it's just, in my lifetime, it's not going to be what I envision. What I, like, the kind of space exploration that I would jump at. It's going to be, you know, it's the, it's the beginning. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but. I just, like, just looking outside and looking at the trees and the wind blowing, just thinking about going to a desolate place with a bunch of people that are probably, I don't know, I don't want to be pessimistic, but, you know, they could be total assholes and have to spend my life in an enclosed area with them and I can't leave. That that seems horrible to me. Well, I mean... I we don't rather, know what kind of person will go, but well, yeah, it's certainly rather, anything's possible. I would you rather <laughs> go. So if I was given the option to two choices, and I only had, to, I was only able to do one or the other, go to Mars or go live in the remote area of like some forest or some neat natural place. I would choose the natural place. And you just like the freedom, right? Being yeah. able to just be out there yeah. and do whatever you want. And exactly. You're not trapped. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the, when I when I envision like a, a Mars colony, I envision, you know, you have about, what, a 1,000 one square foot space, perhaps, if you're lucky. Um, it, I don't know. It, it's awesome. And I, I, I think it's great that we're trying to do this. I think it's, um, I think space exploration technology will likely 
trickle down into our everyday lives as well. Like the the kind of discoveries that that help with this space exploration will help with with everything. Um, so I think it's a it's a pursuit worth doing. Um, but I just I don't know. I don't see anything in it for me. And I, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it in like a oh if I don't win anything. It, I'm not saying it in that say sense. I'm just, mm. I I'm. It's not even that I'm attached to this planet necessarily. It's just that I, I like you said. I like the freedom, mm-hmm. um, and I like the idea of roaming the planet. And I also, as I mentioned earlier, I hate the idea of just treating like we can dismiss this planet the moment we get out of it. Yeah, well, I definitely don't think that that should be the case. I, th- I don't think anyone is ever... I don't think the planet Earth will ever be 100% dismissed. I mean, even by people who are living on Mars in the future, I, I imagine the Earth is going to hold a very special place in their heart for many, many, many generations. Yeah, I think they'll tell tales about the Earth, but, I mean, just think about it. Like, somebody in the United States has very little connection and empathy for what goes on in Africa, right? And, and so just think about add a couple light years or whatever, however far mm-hmm. the distance is, and people are going to really lose any connection. Yeah, um, well, apparently, according to this, 225 million kilometers. That's a long yeah. ways away from home. Yeah. That's how far Mars <coughs> is away from the Earth. But uh, I think that if if Elon Musk's idea and also other if other people's idea about how we should colonize Mars comes true, um, eventually we're gonna have a really nice conveyor belt. It's gonna allow us to travel to Mars and from Mars relatively inexpensively, like mm. a few hundred thousand dollars a person. So it would be kind of like buying an expensive home. Uh, that that would be the investment you go. And of course, I think that a big part of going to Mars is going to have to be how much you can do and achieve on Mars. Um, I, I really, I think that the idea of living crammed up in a, in a habitation module with a bunch of people is certainly not attractive. But I think that that's not what's going to happen because we're going to need, I mean, Mars is going to become a new frontier for exploration. Eventually, I, I can see it becoming a, a place where people go and it's going to be kind of like a gold rush, you know? Uh, that's yeah. what I imagine. Just going out there and finding valuable things and finding decimating valuable locations. Not decimating it. I mean, it's already a wasteland, <laughs> at least as far as we can tell. But there are valuable resources there. Lots of water, uh, lots of other interesting resources it's a very different planet i mean there's sources there to make fuel there there's enough uh, materials there for building and all that good stuff so i think it's going to be a really cool thing and if i were to go i would want to go there um basically it would be like going there to make history and to maybe get rich even finding amazing things over there. I mean, you got to sell it to people in that way. And that's how it has to be. You got to find something of value. 
And it's not just habitation that's going to be valuable there. It's not just going to be real estate, although that's a big, uh, that's going to be a very important part of the equation. I think it's also going to be the fuel, the, the manufacturing of spaceships and the, the creation of fuel over there to make it into this futuristic spaceport. Mm. And that's how I see it. Maybe even more futuristic than the moon because over there you, you will have a lot more resources um i noticed you keep more saying habitable. resources resources yeah. is such i think it's a very important thing to focus on because humans do not go anywhere where there are no resources so i think it's it's a, absolutely, absolutely key yeah but i think that i think that mentality it continues on this like perpetual mining of said resources like, of the universe yeah like we're I mean, all we're, we're doing is maintaining the mentality and the habits of Earth in a different planet. I mean, we're just going to... I don't know what what, um, what movie, science movie it is. There's, they're sailing... I think even, maybe even Battleship. I think several movies use this kind of storyline. That the alien forces are going from planet to planet because they decimate their planet and so they... Go to another one, take all the resources. Independence and Day go. definitely. That has was that another premise. one. Um, so like we're gonna become those aliens. Um, that will become notorious through the universe because we're those those jerks that just jump from planet to planet, destroying everything. Like nothing's changed. I think you're right in in some ways because, um, well, the the big thing in my view is. The first resource that comes to mind is food and water. Those two things are super important for survival for us humans. And uh, we wouldn't go anywhere where there's no way for us to secure food and water, right? Mm -hmm. So in other words, um, it, it's not even like you find a tree. It's not like we can't go somewhere where there are no trees. But we have to go somewhere where we can farm when we can do something either with our technology or just to change that place so that it can provide food for us and water. But just in the sense that we can, in, in that same line of thought, all the other technologies that we make are all about that, are all about being able to feed ourselves and being able to live, um, basically survive wherever we're going. Mm -hmm. So if we go to Mars, I think that resources are a big deal because resources is what we're going to use to be able to to survive so excuse me um i think that in time our technology should become so advanced that we may not even need to land on planets to survive uh, we can just survive on raw materials alone that we find throughout the universe we will be very different then Probably we won't be ourselves anymore, but humans, uh, you mean? Yeah, uh, because zero gravity seems to do some really messed up things to our bodies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I guess where I'm going. Lose a lot of bone mass. Yeah, and muscle mass. Mm -hmm. I mean, you become atrophied. We're we're literally designed to be on this gravity, yeah. on the on the Earth gravity. So whatever form our future selves take. If we become completely spacefaring, we're not gonna be ourselves anymore. We're not gonna be the same. So I guess my point is is that you can't ignore resources for our current form, 
physical form that we have right now, as long as we want to look like we do right now, as long as we want to be this version of ourselves, we're going to have to have planets that are similar to the Earth. Right. And if we do need um, to find a new home, we would become those guys. We would become those assholes, yes. Yeah. We would become those... Uh, aliens that come out of nowhere and land and start using the planet's resources. And who knows, there may be uh, native life in that planet that we land. That could be us. Mm -hmm. And I think that every time we make movies like that, we're just envisioning what we would, what, what we <laughs> would end up like. And yeah. we already know how those movies end up, right? Well, every time the aliens get defeated. So, so I'm sure that I that's think, not us. I that's us. Then. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't think it would be so... I mean, yes, there's a kind of cruelty to it, yeah. but Yeah, I mean, but it's it not something new. It's not like that would right. be new. We all know what the colonies, what, you know, Europeans did to the Native Americans and to the Africans when they went to the con that continent. So all colonizers, already, yeah. all colonizing humans tend to behave in similar ways. Yeah, so we already know what we would do. Right, and, and that's actually one, our... One of our biggest fears about the universe and also kind of like what we hope we could someday do, but perhaps do in a more, in a less evil way. Uh, and I think Mars would present us that unique opportunity to, to take a planet that no sentient being inhabits right now, as far as we know. So, yeah. What do you th what do you say about that? You're not hurting anyone by going to Mars. As far as we know, right. we completely terraform the planet. We could potentially be killing species that have adapted to live in that environment. That that's true, but right now they're gonna be microbes mainly. So as far as we know, yeah. jump on board for space travel when what what movies i think star trek does it star wars might do it too where you kind of jump through space through like portals and whatnot mm. to move through space like can we also get on board to doing some research around how to do that or yeah. is it just gonna be like get on a ship for a hundred years Go cryogenics or whatever, and then you wake up in another planet. Yeah, planet I think that style. that is what that is definitely a big downer when it comes to space travel. Yeah, how like, boring it how can boring be. How boring it's gonna be. Yeah, and I think it's it's not gonna be boring forever. I mean, for for the Mars expeditions, we're only gonna be in a ship for a few months, which is a lot less than our. Um, fellow ancestors used to to do in their own ships in the ocean. So right. it's about the same, in a sense, just with space, which is kind of awesome. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's important to realize that, yeah, maybe there are some huge technological breakthroughs that are, is going to make space travel that much more... Um, accessible, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. in the future... Uh, other planets like it's gonna make this the galaxy smaller i mean who would have thought that we would someday be i mean our ancestors couldn't have imagined what we do now with our 
with our planes yeah. and all our technology. What I want now. is I want a private plane like thing. I don't want I think you guys get the theme, okay? I don't want the shuttle where I have to be with a hundred people I did not choose to be with, okay? I want to have a shuttle that I can fly in space, have my own crew if I need to, or just be like a one-woman show, flying through space, just exploring the universe, like, and then just stopping by towns or colony, space colonies to refuel, blah, 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 and I'm on mm-hmm. my way. Okay. Like, that is like let's go star wars all right let's let's go on a little ship a little star trek little star yeah i get you and i i think i totally understand what, where you're going with this i think that you don't like how low tech some of this is gonna be and how like mundane not not just mundane but a really kind of um uninteresting some of it will be just to be crammed in a small quarters doing work the rest of your life, that kind of thing. Right. You want to have that exploration experience. Right, because because you know what's going to happen. You're going to send 100 people to space to mine Mars, mine major space. Major drama. Ma- major drama, and then also make Elon Musk a millionaire while you're, like, busting your ass in the middle of space going insane. All right? Like... Like, you don't actually benefit at all except from being like, yeah, I'm going to Mars. How do you benefit? I, I mean, you know, I, I paid That's a, why half I'm a million saying... dollars to come here, and mm-hmm. I actually sold my soul, so now I have nowhere to go. Well, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying that there's got to be a huge sales pitch and also a real... I mean, this has to be real. Like, what, it has to be mission There has to based. be real reasons to go there uh, when it comes to resource gathering and exploration mission achievements like we're gonna discover things that are truly amazing you know like when you think about prometheus even Mm -hmm. that sole um mission i mean even that idea of going to space to look for god quote unquote i mean i can even get behind that like some people want to see who made us right I think that's a far more formidable mission than to say, like, yeah, I'm just going to space to mine some rocks. Mm-hmm. So based on what you're saying, I think what we need to do to get a lot of people behind it, we need to make sure that, that we sell it like we're going to go make a spaceport. We're going to go explore Mars. Everyone in this ship is part of a mission. Not, we're not colonists, per se. We're... We're um, adventurers. We're yeah. We're explorers. We we have a mission, um, and I think that 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 works. I would yeah. do that. Uh, I think that that's a really good way to go. Even giving people the opportunity to realize that they may, if their mission is successful, they might be able to link Earth and Mars with a, you know, reasonably well, and uh, they're gonna be able to come back possibly if they want to. You know, and rich also come back to Earth and be rich because that's kind of a big deal. Being able to say that you went to Mars and come here with a few million dollars, a lot of people. It's all about the money. Listen, it's not. You have to. I know it may seem cynical, but that is what people want to be able to do. They want to fame, adventure, achievement, amazingness. 
they want to be rock stars. That's People so want to be rock stars. I don't want to. I don't. In wanna... a sense, what you want is to be a rock star explorer. No, I don't want to be a rock star explorer. I want to get the hell out of this planet and just like go out. And explore without people. Like, I don't need fame or fortune. I just want to, like, have no boundaries. But to have no boundaries, you need massive resources. Right. But, you know, you just do trading. You do jobs and whatnot. But, but like, those jobs are going to be so lucrative that it's going to fund a massive yeah, expedition. No, Lucrativeness like, is I don't want, essential. I don't like the idea of a massive ex. I don't want, like, a hundred-person team... I don't need a crew to man my ship. Yeah, but you need like, tons of fuel. You're going to need well, fuel. Well, yeah, but ideally... the Remember, the only reason I'm in space is if, is if we've already figured out how to, like, jump through space through, like, okay, portals. So, okay, so you're going to have a very fancy warp drive. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure it'll need maintenance and some well, kind yes, of... Yes, I will... It'll, it'll, it won't be cheap. Yeah, but it's, I don't think... It's like... Like, when we, when we think... When we keep saying, oh, people want fame, they want money, it's like, don't... I don't think people get it, but when you say stuff like that, you're basically just saying, we're going to be the exact same assholes we are on this planet everywhere else. And we're not, like, changing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just the same kind of people whose sole mentality is fame and fortune. And, like, we've already seen what that's done. So how is that going to improve our situation as a species? Like, I think we're going to die as a species, if we just continue that mentality, mm. regardless of whether we get off this planet or not. I think that the reason why I'm so concerned with those things is, is not so much... See, I would go for the sole sake of exploration if I could have a, a habitable place to live and very good mobility. Alone, mm. that would be enough for me. And to have some of the things that I enjoy, such as coffee, um, my puppy, um, and a reasonable bed, comfortable bed. Uh, and other things. Your wife? <laughs> well, obviously, I said... Okay, she's trying to give me shit, clearly. But yes, all the things I love your include puppy. that. You forgot... First, you chose your puppy. You forgot your other dog. You forgot your entire freaking family. Don't forget family. that she's going to be listening to this. And yes, that would include my wife. That's. I mean, it would include everything. Like, could I come back to the Earth and pick up my, my family and then go back out into space as an explorer? Yes. But, now, but there, the first there are trip, dangers with the exploring. The first trip, he will go alone with his puppy. <laughs> there are huge dangers of going ex- to exploration. I don't know if if my wife would be Luna, interested. Luna, I hope you're ready to go into space. <laughs> I don't know if my wife would be interested in a very dangerous exploration mission, which I would expect would give her very good financial coverage in case of my death. Um, but you're highly anyway, insured. Exactly. Um but I think that the whole, back to the reason why we want to talk about the resources thing is because if you think about the past, and even now, even the present, there's definitely huge ideological reasons to go somewhere, exploring something. I mean, Lewis and Clark gaining, uh, you know, knowledge about the place. I mean, sometimes seeking, uh, going somewhere for knowledge alone, alone is a huge reason to go somewhere. And I would be willing to do that because I love doing that. Uh, however many other explorers go out there for fortune um the gold rush is going to be an important part Uh, we have to make it seem like a gold rush for some people and then the other part will be ideological for example missionaries missionaries go out there and i'm not saying that they should go spreading religion to mars 
Oh what I'm gosh. saying we, is, is we that... We already know how that... We, is, we already know how it's going to go. Oh, Lord. We're going to... We're going to have one religious person in there that's going to turn we're everyone... We're going to mine When things Earth. get wrong. So it's going to be a gold rush in that we're going to completely take out every single resource, decimate the planet, convert every single person into one single religion, or kill them if they don't. And then... Like, this doesn't seem very appealing to me. Like, I don't want to go to that planet. I want to stay... If every single human goes to Mars, it'll be great, because then I'll be alone on this planet. Yeah, but that's the thing that you're... Don't forget, it's happened before. Pioneers have arrived at places and Decimated survived. and killed. Yes, no, yes, the but there is no killing over there in Mars. There's yeah, not going to well, be we'll any need we'll just start killing each other. Well, that's only when people get insane, and I hope that that's not going to happen. We have knowledge now that we didn't have before. So, we can make it. We can make it without having to do all these bad things. Um, we'll see about that. But yes, we do have to appeal to people's <laughs> I, when ideological the fir- when nature. the first news of... Uh, the first few explorers went to Mars, and before they arrived, they all killed each other because they no, ran out of potatoes. Be, there will probably be incidents of accidental death or maybe, in a more horrific thing, maybe more murder, but we don't want to deal with... We don't want to send people out there that are going to be uh, doing that. Okay, We yeah. definitely have to have good psychological screening. And racial profiling. Not right? profiling. You know? What? Racial profiling? That's what do you what's going to happen, right? Why? Because they're going to be like, okay, so who gets to go to Mars? And they're going to be like, okay, well, we're going to have only these people, only this income. Like, oh, I what see. If, like, um, what if we start discriminating people on who... Like, how will we, we... We'll need, like, massive algorithms... We will need to unbiased just... Unbiased robots that say, you know what? If you meet these categories, you can go. I'm sorry, his dog is really distracting, okay? Yeah, she's like, licking my arm right now. Okay. She keeps looking at me. She wants my attention. Stop. All right, so these robots with algorithms and all that, and all these mechanisms... They, it's all about making sure that the people that are going have the, the so-called grit, that the perseverance, and mm. the ability to make it there without breaking and without turning on each other. And that we saw Prometheus. The main thing. They all turned on each other anyway. Well, Prometheus is, was an expedition <laughs> where no one knew each other in advance. They didn't train together, and they just slapped this team together. Uh, just. Within hours? No, I mean, we need to do this a little better. And we don't have to turn it into some kind of island theme thing where people vote each other out if they don't like each other and then we just send out a group of friends over there. We need to make it a mission where people put the mission first. It's, it's got to be a lot more like what I, what I remember the Air Force being like. You know, you have, to have to, you have to go through basic training. You have to learn the code of uh, being a... Mars Explorer and go there and make it awesome. But you do need some psychological screening because some people can't make it. Some people some people are not mature mentally to be able to do <coughs> very difficult things and potentially deadly things. You yeah. know, when things go wrong, you don't want you know, a person who's going to 
just make things way worse. You could only take five possessions to mine. Um, I really want a nice bed to sleep in. Okay, that's important. So one, some he's, kind of he's sleeping. an explorer. I'm an explorer, but Lots I want I, I want a reasonable yeah I want a reasonable place to uh, sleep. And then the next thing is I do want toilet paper. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I do not want to live in a world where I cannot Wipe do that. Um, and then the next thing I would say is you cannot go anywhere on the planet or the universe probably without the most basic tool in the universe. That's a knife because you're going to need it eventually. And then when you don't have it, you're going to realize I'm an idiot for not having a knife. So, okay, two more. Um, I would say, and this is totally impromptu. Okay. So this kind of messed up to put me in this spot. Can we assume, I'm probably going to sound like an idiot to some people. Wi-Fi? We can assume we have, we Wi-Fi, have Wi-Fi, computers, and the internet, okay. all right? Um, <laughs> it's a very ideological world. Yeah. Um, so what I would say is I would probably want, I would definitely want, I mean, do we assume that I already have a TV? I mean, we have internet. No. So. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You have internet. Okay. Um, I would definitely want um, a, a vehicle. Yes, I need a vehicle of some sort. Or do we assume that I already have that? I mean, you're on a ship, so... Okay, so I have a ship. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Forget the vehicle thing. You're Um, on your way to Mars, so there's not much use for a vehicle. (laughs) Coffee maker and some way to make coffee. (laughs) That drug has to come with us. (laughs) So, Elon Musk, please figure out a way... I mean, actually, it probably won't be your job. Somebody else needs to figure out this engineering problem. We have to farm coffee beans up there. Um, I would say I would want um, a backpack. Yes. Some, something to carry things with that I find in space. Okay. <laughs> and that's just the most absurd <laughs> list I could come up with right now. Because I saw a backpack right ahead of me. And... It's very useful, very important, and I would assume any explorer would have some kind of backpack anyway. So what about you? What, what would you bring? I would bring my Kindle, because if we have Wi-Fi, I can download books. Right? I assume I had tablets and computers galore around there, okay? Well, but okay, fine, your Kindle. Yeah, I would bring the Kindle. Question. I guess a knife. Yeah, I would bring a knife. You never know when you're going to have to cut your seatbelt off. Exactly. (laughs) You know, um, cut some wires, Mm -hmm. cut a hole into something. Yeah. Pry off a piece of stone from the very valuable piece of stone that you found that's going to change the world. Yeah. A picture of a tree. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Very good. I think I would take a picture of a tree. Just to have it in Just your hands? Just to have it. I would, it would be like, you know, in the movies that the, the explorer has like one trinket. Kind of like having like a hula like girl or something, like a bobblehead. Kind of like having a bobblehead. Yeah, like some people have that. I would have a picture of a tree. Okay. okay. I would take my glasses hmm. because I'm blind and my contacts <laughs> probably wouldn't. Hmm. I might not be allowed in space because I'm blind actually. 
Um, so that point. one sucked. We would no. never go to space. We really need to make sure we can manufacture <laughs> eyewear up there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say eyeballs. <laughs> um, Someday we'll get there, probably. So am I... Well, I'm a woman, so... Are they providing sanitary products? Yes, they are. Okay. Assume, ass, I would have assumed so because... But I did say toilet paper, so maybe I did not assume that. <laughs> um, hmm. Let's not assume that. So you would I bring would have your to take my hygiene things and my lady things. Okay. Absolutely like, essential. I, I would even try to include like a nail kit. Because my nail... If your nails gosh, get extremely... gosh. You have no idea how useful a nail kit right? is. Right? Like if your nails get super long... And, like, they break off, and you start bleeding, and then get an infection in space, and you die. So then, like... <laughs> like, it escalated maybe... quickly, but, yeah. So hair clippers would be a, a thing, too, for me, personally, because like, I, I want to keep my hair... I, I want to let... keep my hair reasonably well, short. I, I got to be able to fit in my helmet. That's true. I guess a razor would be nice, because, like, like, I'm fine letting my hair on my legs grow, but, like, my armpits, I'll be super sweaty in that space suit, and I'll just be, like, Well, it probably will be stink. air conditioning. I would hope so. But, you know, I still sweat in air conditioning. I mean, it happens. Mm. Um, yeah. Deodorant? We didn't think about that. Deodorant? Yeah, so hygiene, hygiene. in general. I would Any, everything that keeps kit. us nice and not smelling weird. Yeah. Because one thing is being an explorer, and another thing is being a stinky explorer, and other explorers are not going to like that. Yeah. So and just... And uh, humans do get stinky. Everyone has seen those, uh, you know, Naked and Afraid uh, episodes, I'm sure. People get real stinky out there when they yeah. don't have hygiene products. Because yeah, it so just sucks. If, if all toiletries were provided, then I would... My fifth one would probably be... Maybe a jewelry piece. I don't know. Something to, to keep yourself myself pretty... Up. I see. Pimp myself. No. Okay. Um, Make yourself up a little. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's hard, know. isn't it? It's a hard like, question. I would take my entire... I would I would take a notebook. I don't know, but then there, it's going to be years in space. I would take... I would buy a tablet then. Rather than taking my Kindle, I would buy a tablet where I can read and also write. Mm. A big, a big tablet? Yeah, I'd buy an iPad a, a Pro. Maybe a computer? An iP- <laughs> a big tablet. <laughs> a, a laptop? No, I would buy an iPad Pro. Okay. Like, I'm, if I'm already rich enough to go into Mars, I'm then I am... You're being sponsored. Well, uh, then I, I have money saved up okay. then to... If I know I'm just going to one-way trip, well, I might as well just treat myself to a nice-ass... You know, that's a great point. IPad. Like, let's say that you're not going to get any of those things... Uh, assuming that you're not going to get any of those cool things um, that you have here on, on your house, the small things that you want to bring, I would definitely do those things, uh, what you pointed out, uh, a really good quality uh, ha- a nail kit. Yeah. Very important. A laptop, you know. Um, tablet would be nice with a lot of books downloaded into that thing. Assuming yeah. you don't have... If you don't Any have internet or anything, yeah. If you don't have internet, then you better download like a thousand book library. But what yeah. about the books that will be written while you're in space? You'll That's never, why I oh, said internet. It's super important. Sucks. Yeah. See, this is another reason why why like going to space just sucks. Well, like, there's gonna be uh, there. We can transmit data back and forth. So there's you'll no reason. You'll always be forty days behind. The forty news. days. It's only a few hours. <laughs> So basically, it's going to be like, 
You'll find out that the world came to an end a few hours or a day after it's cut to an end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if something went really wrong, if something went really weird happened on the planet, like Donald Trump getting elected, you can always have a few extra hours of peace before you <laughs> find out. I think we have reached an interesting point with the Mars exploration thing. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go, and you go, and then I. I would go fifty fifty. <laughs> what if you were able to go with me? Would you go? If you were able to go with me. If I was able to go with you. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Then mom and dad lose both of their kids. Oh my god! Like you never that's so even sad. thought about that, did you? No. No, you didn't. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, mom and dad would be very proud of us being. <laughs> Mars explorers. Think about that. So, going to Mars probably wouldn't be that appealing to them either. Yeah, I can understand that. But, you know, sometimes history calls out to you. Yeah, I want to be supportive of all of those people out there who are interested in going to Mars and would go to Mars. You should do it. You should you do it. But just realize that there is also a crap ton of work to do and, in this planet. And be psychologically ready. For the facts that you could die there. All the power to you, but don't count me in just yet. <laughs> you're you're gonna you're not gonna be an early adopter in this particular field. No, are because you? I think that there's just so much stuff that we still need to do. Um Yeah, I don't know if I would be an early adopter of Mars exploration, but I would be if the technology was much more advanced, kinda yeah. like you were saying. Yeah. It would be very I'm sure my children or my children's children, if I ever have children, they will benefit far more than we ever will. Yeah. You know, we all have a cause. Yeah. Well, some people. I hope that you have liked this episode of <coughs> Dot. Um, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to Mars, but at the same time, the technical aspects are such big engineering problems... It's best sometimes to talk about the human aspect because that's really who's going to be there. <laughs>